Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey, welcome to the Life Church podcast here in Chico, California. This is the Pastors Podcast. We do this every Wednesday and we release one episode every Wednesday. I believe we're like close to episode, we're getting close to 80, maybe beyond. Yeah, so I almost been doing this a whole year, so, or maybe longer than a year. A year and a half. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Time flies. So there's 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. I need to find out who has listened to every single one so I can go give them like a gold sticker. Ooh, I I think the Taylors might be there. Probably. So shout out to Kim and John Taylor. Love them. So today uh, we're going to chat with Pastor Jeff a little bit about, uh, he just came back from a pastor's retreat out in the middle of nowhere. Yes, it was amazing. Yeah. he. I love being out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) If you knew Jeff, you knew, uh, maybe not so much, but... Does he? I don't know. Love, as no, long as he's I in a cabin. Oh, yeah. Not no, no, no. Not camping. Not backpacking. No, no tent. No, tent camping. No, back, no. I think I would back back, though. Would that you? Would, I think that would be fun. Okay. But I'm not a big tent. Like, I'm not going to go get a tent and put my family in it and be miserable for four or five days. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's not, vac- not shower it's not vacation. And make our own food over a campfire. Like, that's just, I know people love that. And I'm yeah. probably, pro- some of you have stopped listening right now because of that. But. Awesome. Well, Jeff came back and uh, he has a few thoughts from his uh, pastor's retreat and things that maybe some conviction that stirred up in him and and things that he needs to apply to his life and just some good talking points for us today. So um, I think one of those is going to be priorities. We're going to kind of talk through some of that, uh, what priority life looks like, family, your relationship with God, work, and and just those things. So uh, Jeff, kick us off. What what were your big takeaways from Pastor's Camp? One of the things that we did at the Pastor's Camp, you know, there's, I think, I can't remember how many people were there, but it was a small enough group to have like group conversation. And so a lot of times uh, we basically have kind of two sessions a day, one in the morning, one in the evening. And one of the times we just did some Q&A with uh, some of the uh, pastors who were there, um, who were the hosts of the camp. And, um, they, uh, are, they, all three of those couples were quite, quite a bit further than all of us. And so they had a depth of wisdom and understanding of how they do things. And, and so, um, a lot of the, like one of the questions was kind of like, how do you, how do you prioritize? Like, how do you, Mm. how do you navigate? Because there are just so many things that come left and right. It's kind of the tyranny of the urgent. If you guys have read that book, it's like, man, what do you, what is priority and what's this, this urgency that's taking over, you know, like, so, uh, pastor Nate, he's a pastor up in Billings, Montana. Um, he, he was like, well, I am ruthlessly relentless about four priorities. Mm. And I kind of went like, Whoa, that's like serious. Like, wow. Specifically the order of them, right? And he was like, and they are in order. And he said, when I, it's a very large church that they pastor. Mm. So he has got people reaching out to him left and right, wanting his attention, wanting what, wanting his input on things. And so he's had to like shape and form how like we only have 24 hours in a day and he's really good at working only the hours that he needs to work, you know? And so, um, so he goes, I have four priorities in order and they will never change. And I am relentless about it. Mm. And, 
Um, so he's, he said when he went to the church and he interviewed for that job, they invited him in and interviewed him. And, and he said, there's something you guys need to know. The pastor before, uh, worked 80 plus hours a week. Mm. He was a workhorse. He amazing pastor, but way unhealthy on that side of things. And he says, I'm not going to do that. Mm. And he's like, I've got four priorities and if you're okay with it, then great. But if not, then I'm not your pastor. Like I won't, I, it's not yeah. going to work. And so he goes, number one, first and foremost, I am a disciple of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like that will never change. I'm, it will always be number one. That will always be the thing that starts my day. Like all of those things. Like that's, that's what I'm going to do. Second is I am a husband. Like this is, I'm, I'm a husband second. My relationship with Jesus first. I'm a husband second. I'm a father third. Uh, they have four kids. They're all older now, but <clears throat> I'm a Every fa- good pastor has four kids. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Two more to go, Bob. Hey. Lana, Bob done. and Lana. Come on. Uh, and um, and so he said, disciple of Jesus, number one, spouse, hu- you know, I'm a husband second, I'm a father third, and then I'm a pastor. Mm. And he's like, I, I have to be relentless about that because the church will always take first if we give them space. Yeah. Always. Uh, and mm. so, um, and it's not to anybody's fault. It's not like anybody's like saying you need to work more. It's just more like a text message here, a phone call here, an email there, a meeting here, uh, traveling this and doing that. And, and I went, uh, when he was sharing that, I went, that's good. That's a good reminder. And, and yeah. probably some of you are like, well, duh, like no kidding. But it's like, I've been, I've been really feeling like the Lord has taught me, teaching me right now uh, about the orthodoxy, like, Mm. um, the belief and theory about something, the idea about something. And then the orthopraxy, it's like, like putting that into practice and like living it out. So I think ethereally, like in our mind, we can think, of course, of course, God, my wife, Carissa and my four kids (laughs) of obviously, and then our job. And, uh, so just part of the conviction was, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, man, that's probably, that's good. That's a good reminder. (laughs) And then Carissa and I went on a walk right after that. (laughs) And she, (laughs) I think it was this one. She goes, um, in, in just a wonderful Carissa way. She's like, so when, when they were talking about priorities and in that priority, I think that could be helpful for you. (laughs) You know, it was her nice way of saying I think your priorities have not been completely clear all the time, you know, recently, you know, and, and, um, it's not like I'm horrible and I just go work all the time, but, um, it was, it was really helpful. Like it was helpful. Like, yeah, I think the Lord is making this clear. Um, and so easily blends like, yeah, ministry and And you think, you think like there's so much pressure, like, Mm. well, if I don't give it, like if I don't respond to this or if I don't reply to this or if I miss that meeting or if I don't go to that whatever it might be, then man, we're, yeah. I'm not doing what God's asking me to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, just a reminder, if you're a spouse or you're a, a mother or father, that's priority number, number one. And you're, I mean, you have your relationship with the Lord, but th- like your kids are your disciples, like you're yeah. raising them up. Like they're the most important humans that you have. Yeah. Like, and, and that's s- something I have to constantly remind myself is like my first ministry is to my family. Yeah. thousand percent. Yeah. So it was just a really helpful thing. Um, again, in in theory and idea, like of course, but in the practice, it's like, well, now how am I going to do that? Yeah, you know, like that's what I was going to ask. And so, like, so he like, okay, 
looking at my friend Nate, who pastors one of the biggest churches in Foursquare, huge, mm-hmm. huge ministry. I mean, like massive. Um, he puts his phone, like he gets home at five. He doesn't do any church work at home at all. He puts his phone completely away at five. He doesn't respond to anything ever. Nice. I'm sure he has a landline. Like if there's a massive emergency, emergency right? Yeah. Those, that's, that's the caveat. I'm sure. I'm like, man, that's impressive. That's I very think it, impressive. And I totally relate to you. It is hard. You know, you do get a text at six or I'll send a text, maybe seven or something that I just remember. And I don't want to forget to send it to yes. you. And I'll be like, okay, I need to send this. And it's up to you. Yes. If you're going to look at it or not. Yep. I try to respect that. But like, <laughs> but then on your side, you're like, no, like, I, I struggle with this too. It's like if Jessica texts me and I'm like, I l- love Jessica. Yeah. Like we're friends. We're all yes. working together. So I'm going to try to, to like yes. care for her and like reply immediately, not out of obligation, but it's just because yeah. I like our staff. I like our team. I'm not feeling like, yeah. but there is that, but it immediately pulls you out of your family time and gets you right back into that work mentality yeah. and, and thinking about things that maybe you haven't been. So absolutely. And, and one of the things that I was reminded of is when we went on sabbatical for our three months, um, I, people think I'm crazy about this, but like, I was, re- I was like, if we're going to do this, we're going to go all in or mm-hmm. I'm going to go all in. <clears throat> I, I don't want to be pulled back into mentally the church space Yeah. Uh, because the Lord wants to do something in my life in this, this three months. And so, um, I want him to do that on his own without, without any distraction. So I literally changed my phone number. Like I got a new <laughs> SIM card and you know, s- some people had it just in case, but it was like, nobody had that. And, um, I did it on purpose and people go like, Whoa, like that's, but any message, like the smallest text message, even at dinner or when you're putting the kids to bed or when like whatever, yeah, it draws you back into that. Mm -hmm. It like pulls, it's like, it's like the, a river's current, like it pulls you into the space and out of the space that you're physically in. And that's not, that's not the same thing. And you don't get a full Jeff or you wouldn't get a full Bob, you know, Mm -hmm. as dad or whatever you are at that moment. And so, um, so it was really, really helpful. Um, and so even for those listening to the podcast, I'm like, okay, not everybody's in ministry. Um, and so, and, and oftentimes like I'll do, like I do little things like I keep, I, I turn off my, like, I don't want people to know if I've read their text message. Yeah. So I turn that off. It's like a weird thing, but I don't want people to know if I've read it or not because if they see that I've read it, then they have this expectation that I'm supposed to reply right, right away, you know? And I'm like, I just can't, I don't want people to assume that I'm going to immediately like get back to them. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I'm the, like, if you've messaged me on social media, like that's like the last <laughs> spot, like I'll ever get back to you. Cause I'm horrible at that anyway. But yeah, um, like emails and stuff, it's like, there's some things that I'll reply to just say, Hey, I'm thinking about this. I'll let you know or whatever. But, um, just making space yeah. to say, that's like, that's the tyranny of the urgent. That's not what God's asked me to do right now. Mm-hmm. And your emergency is not my emergency. Yeah. Oh no, we have this problem. We need to meet today. Uh, you know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I can meet tomorrow or maybe even next week. Yeah. But like, it's not, you know, and, and as pastors, it's like, I mean, we we're on call 24 seven in a lot of ways, but that's for like death. Mm-hmm. That's not for well, my wife and I got in a fight and I need to talk to somebody. Well, you know, we have to navigate that. Yeah. You know, it's like... Go talk to your friend Alex who goes to men's group with Oh, you. yeah. Like, go to men's group. There's or, yeah. yeah, there's other 
pastors, pastoring sure. leaders and Did stuff you just like call that. Alex I, I might have. Pastor? He doesn't listen to this oh. podcast, I'm sure. So Ooh, well, we're going to have to make sure he listens. Watch to this out. One. But like there are other people who can walk with you through things. You Absolutely. Don't need a senior Absolutely. pastor, Jeff. Yeah. To and in fact, uh, to be honest, stuff. like there are people in our congregation who are not licensed pastors, who aren't on a ministry team, anything who would be better. Yeah. More than well, me. Much better equipped like, to do that. Yeah. People just have an idea like, Hey, you're a pastor. So you like, but, I could be the worst with some yeah. things, you know, like I, you, might, married, not, you have, might not want my, my we have marriage my and advice. family therapists here at the church. Like yeah. that's probably the ideal person here anyways. Right. So, um, so Hey, just for those thinking like, man, I put a lot of hours at work. Mm-hmm. Um, I am dedicated to work. I love work. Um, don't use your work as an escape. Yeah. Use it to fulfill the mission that God's given you with your family. Like be reminded that God's given you this family, whether it's your spouse or whether it's your kids or grandkids, or maybe you're retired and like whatever it is, make sure that those priorities are correct and they don't get in the way of one another. Like Mm. even like parents, like heart check for a second, like don't let your kids rule your life Yeah, and don't let them rule your marriage. Like that's, that's the worst thing. Mm -hmm. And it's such a, it, it ends up being backwards where kids rule the roost and parents have to give way. And so a lot of times Chris and I'll say, this is the best thing for you that I'm taking your mom out on a date or I'm spending some time with her instead of you. Like, this is really good for you. Mm -hmm. You might not, you might not be happy about it, you know, whatever it might be. And so just trying to keep those four priorities in order and never allowing them to leapfrog one another. Um, And I think that's the way the Lord made this. He's made it so that we can really focus in on our family. Yeah, totally. Finally, probably my last point with all of this oh, yeah. is is like families are deteriorating left and right. Yeah. Why? Because we have a culture that says we've got to do all the things. Yep. We've got to have the fullest schedule. We have to make sure our kids go to every single sports event and does all of the things. And goodness, we've done all of those things too, but they don't rule our life. Mm. And so it's so easy to be bogged down by all of these things. And then you miss out on like all of these priorities are more like level playing field instead of actually a tiered system. And I would encourage you like it. In fact, I did a sermon series like gosh, many years ago, I think I called it priorities. Hmm. And when I was studying this word priorities, I was looking at it. The original like word is supposed to be just priorities. It's not Hmm. supposed to be plural. It's just one priority. And when it was created, it was, priority our priority is god wow interesting everything else flows from that like it wasn't like i have all these 14 priorities it was like god and then it was everything else Mm. and so it just made it really clear and then you know of course we have obviously changed that of you know we have many priorities but yeah it's not a level playing field and if it's level playing field and god is in the midst of your marriage in that way or he's level playing field with your kids or he's level playing field with your work yeah. We we have to take have a little heart check and go, "Oh man, okay. I got to step back, maybe repent, maybe have a chance to have a heart to heart with the Lord or with my spouse and apologize." Like, man, I So, on that walk with Carissa, I said, "I'm so sorry. I I I don't think I realized it, to be mm-hmm. honest." And so, those are the places where I go like, oh, "I'm so sorry." Like, yeah, let's let's fix that. Yeah. You I know? know something for me, like you mentioned, culture keeps us busy. Like, there's so much we got to do all the things. And I think there's, you know, we've talked about FOMO in the past, fear of missing totally. out. And I think we all get that. But I know something for me 
if I'm needing to like schedule time with my wife and I look at my calendar and it's like, well, can't do that this week. Maybe next week in this little sliver of something, I've, I, I sometimes will step back and be like, I need more margin in my life. I don't need to fill every mm-hmm. crevice of my schedule with all the things. Um, I need to have more margin for my wife and for even for opportunities of ministry. Yep. Uh, we, can, we can fill our schedule so busy to where when there's an opportunity, like somebody might ask you, hey, you want to step up and maybe lead a life group? this season and it's like oh my schedule is just too crazy i can't do that it's like where's the margin in your life to be able to say yes to the things that god's asking you to do um and so i think that's important it's vital to have margin in your schedule and you have the right and the ability to put rest into your schedule (laughs) like you can take some downtime you can take a little bit of i i hate this term like a little me time like yeah I can't stand that because the, the our our culture has created it to be like, oh, I need to serve myself, and that's like, ugh. but there there is a little bit of like, no, you, you can have a an hour or a half an hour to just take a deep yeah. breath, find some rest, Sabbath, set a day where you're just like, hey, mate, for most people, working people, it's like, hey, that should be your Sunday where you're just like, you don't do anything, you go to church, you you connect, and you rest mm-hmm. but man our culture is like seven days a week it's yeah it's not actually supposed to be that way nope. so, so it wasn't created that way sweet so as we wrap up god today, rested yeah he did after he created everything what's that quote uh, that says the the one commandment that a pastor can break that might get them a raise is breaking sabbath yep so so we can break the commandments <laughs> and get a race because yep. <laughs> you break the Sabbath because yeah. you're working so much. Uh, and that goes for you guys too, not just <clears throat> pastors or people in ministry. Like make sure you're um, following all the commandments and trying your best to Sabbath. Especially and, the do not murder one. Yeah, I try not to you do know, that, that one. That's a bad good one. To keep but I mean, within that list, do not murder is there, but there's also a command to Sabbath. So yep. uh, take both of those very seriously, yeah. I would say. So. I uh, love that. So what's what's our priorities? Reminder, Jeff. All right, four priorities. Number one, I'm a disciple of Jesus. I'm going to keep that number one. Number two is I'm a, I'm a husband or, you know, a spouse. Third, uh, kids, if you got kids. And maybe even family, like in yeah. general, like just really keeping that a little, maybe even a little bit more broad because I know people are all over the place. Maybe they have kids, maybe they don't, maybe whatever. You know, <clears throat> maybe you're just grandparents, you know. Uh, and then fourth is finally like for us it'd be ministry church, but but your workplace. Yeah. Yep. Love it. What Watch and see what happens when you keep that fourth. I'd, I'd be Oof. really like especially for those who are like high level. Man, yeah. I mean, hey, watch and see and trust yeah. the Lord. Love that. What what a great reminder. So if you guys have any questions, uh, comments, or you have a topic that you'd love to hear from us, uh, you can email us at info at lifechurchchico.org, and we will catch you guys next time on our pastor's podcast. So see ya. Adios. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.